and many questions about what working looks like for employees in 2021. We've had a lot of discussions here, certainly uh, at Bloomberg, what trends stay with us post the pandemic. Tracking that as they do every year is the global consulting company Deloitte. Back with uh, what their annual survey and global human capital shows us is Erica Vellini, global human capital leader at Deloitte Consulting on the phone in Phoenix, Arizona. Hey, Erica, uh, nice to have you here. Amazing that we are getting ready to wrap up another year, but it's a year like no other. I can only imagine some of the discussions that you guys have been having uh, specifically there at Deloitte uh, and what has shown up in this survey. Uh, talk to me a little bit about some of the highlights. Carol, great be, great to be back, and I agree. Yeah. This has been an incredible year. I think many of us are happy to see it end. Um, the, the survey, we surveyed um, over 6,000 uh, respondents around the world. We had over 3,600 business executives And what they told us was a few things. Um, Only 15% of them said they were actually prepared for the pandemic, which maybe is not that surprising. But what was surprising is that when we asked, what is the number one thing that you need to focus on to be prepared for unknown futures moving forward? They identified the ability of their workers to adapt, to reskill, and to assume new roles. And that's against choices like access to financial capital, access to technology investments. They anchored on what we consider the human aspect at work, what they need for their workers to be able to be prepared for the future. So what happened? Was it just, Erica, that, you know, we all realized that when everything shut down and we all had to work differently, that unless your workers were equipped with the skills, the technology, whatever they needed, you know, your business shut down. Exactly. We have seen during the pandemic, one of the things I think we've seen is human potential in spades. We've seen people in seconds adapt to remote and virtual working. We've seen them take on new roles, new skills, new jobs, work in new industries. And I think it's reminded us all that it's worker potential and human potential Mm. that actually is one of the biggest assets that executives have to to really leverage as they try to move forward coming out of the pandemic. Are there any companies that that really stand out? I mean, we've been talking to a lot of CEOs at, at different companies and some of the strategies, techniques, technology, how they kind of made sure their workers were taken care of, had what they needed, and also just to, to make sure that, you know, you're checking in on your employees. In a good way, and like just to make sure that they're okay. I don't mean necessarily spying, but also making sure that they're getting the jobs done. We had a great interview with Ed Bastian, CEO of Delta Airlines, and he talked about just that, how they were caring for their workers. They did some extraordinary things, including um, giving leave to uh, over 5,000 workers um, that were older and that were at risk, um, investing heavily in, in rapid testing capabilities and helping their workers pivot. You know, he talked about how some of their... Um, folks who worked on the airlines had skills that were transferable to healthcare, and they helped them to do that and to pivot. And I think it's those types of actions from organizations and CEOs that are so important because they demonstrate not just a responsibility to the workers, but a broader responsibility to the communities and society overall. And I think that's that's a big focus that we're going to see from CEOs moving forward. Well, and I do wonder, you know, what we're learning, Erica, just watching, you know, as I keep kidding, the sausage being made, uh, the sausage being the COVID-19 vaccines specifically. I mean, there's been so much transparency, but this whole idea of collaboration, a, a global effort, like it's it's a kind of reminder that when communities, countries, the world work together on a problem, you can really do something significant in a much shorter duration. Yeah, and talking about vaccine development, we had a phenomenal discussion with AstraZeneca. And as they were developing their vaccine, what they talked about is how they composed teams. And they took a very non-traditional approach. 
um, they, they, when they put together their teams, they not only um, looked at individuals who had expertise in drug development, but they brought in individuals who just had a passion, what they called a passion and an excitement and energy for this effort. And they believe that that, including pulling in individuals from outside their organization, from the broader ecosystem into their team, is what helped them with the speed of getting that drug out and developed. And they think that's the way forward for work. And those are some of the changes that we expect to see as work fundamentally gets transformed, reimagined, and what we call re-architected moving forward. Well, push that a little further, fundamentally work getting transformed, meaning what specifically? Because, you know, we've obviously had the debate and a lot of discussions around working from home hybrid, and I get lots of different opinions on them. How does work transform really significantly? That's a lasting change. Yeah, a lasting change. Well, let's start with the, with the most obvious, which is just w- what you just talked about, which is remote virtual work. We believe that most organizations are going to end up in some type of hybrid model. You know, there was a discussion on LinkedIn today about whether we're going to move to uh, a three two two model uh, in, instead of a, f- a five day work week, and you know, in the office. And I think that we have learned that virtual remote work can work. But beyond that, and I think that's what's important. I think we're going to see the breakdown of organizational hierarchies, and we're going to start to see many more organizations start to organize work in teams that cross organizational lines. I think we're going to see a lot of organizations change the way work is designed to reflect well-being. They're going to look at how they're scheduling their work, how they're putting teams together, how they're giving people breaks in their day, setting policies on when people need to be on Zoom um, to get move past this always-on culture. And these are real changes to how work is getting done that I think we can expect to see take hold um, as we enter into 2021. What was the biggest surprise in kind of talking to companies, pulling together your annual report this year? Biggest surprise was, you know, I'll put in two things. One, how many business executives responded. We've been running Mm -hmm. our Deloitte Global Human Capital Trends Report for 11 years. This is the first year we had more business respondents than HR respondents, including 233 CEOs and 1,200 board and C-suite leaders. That shocked me, especially in the context of a pandemic. Number two is that executives told us that 61% said they're now focused on work reimagination. That number was 29% pre-pandemic. So we saw a doubling of executives saying, not only do we need to focus on work, but we need to reimagine work. We need to take a step back and fundamentally think about how work's going to be done differently. That, to me, is a huge shift. Yeah, I have to say that one of the things that I think have always stood out with me, and I think about Meg Whitman, you know, formerly of HP, formerly of eBay, like who said, I've been working in the office for 40 years, and now I'm pretty much just working from home and getting as much stuff done. Like, it's just interesting the amount of CEOs who said, I can do six meetings with top leaders in a morning versus I could do one, you know, before and I had to fly to see them. It's that has been a significant, significant change in their thinking exactly. and how it applies to workers. And that, that's the whole point. Yeah. I mean, I view this as a moment of worker empowerment. As we've mm. learned that all the rules, the orthodoxies, the procedures that we thought were necessary aren't necessary. That's what we learned during the crisis. We can work without them. All of a sudden, in a world where rules are broken, it's, it's an opportunity for workers to take yeah. advantage of that. And well, I think that's the most exciting thing. Well, really cool stuff. Uh, and looking forward to seeing how it all plays out in 2021. Erica, thank you so much. Happy holidays. Have a safe holiday as well. Erica Volini, Global Human Capital Leader at Deloitte Consulting.